Welcome to season two of the Selected Podcast, guys. I'm your host, XR, and of course, sitting with me to kick off season two of the pod. Not only video content here in New York City, but we have the man himself, T. Bro, how you doing, bro? What's up, man? Good to be here. Good to be here. I mean, as you can see, we're still kind of setting up uh, mics and whatnot. It's our first time doing this, so... First of all, I want to thank you guys for tuning in. Um, this is, as XR said, season two of the show. And yeah, we're excited to bring you guys video content. I mean, we're still trying to play around to see what the best setup will be for image and whatnot. Um, but yeah, if you guys have any suggestions, of course, please leave them in the comments below. And we'll make sure to look over those. But, you know, we're excited. We're excited to be here in New York. Excited to be in our new studio, I guess. And uh, yeah. being able to bring you guys video content. Yeah, man, for sure. Excited to be here. Um, it's been a long time coming to get this shit going, dude. I know we've been planning around for a couple months now, and yeah. you know, it finally like feels real to be in New York. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I just got in yesterday, and I mean, it's like forty degrees today. XR and I had to walk here with like all the equipment to set all the shit up and whatnot. I mean, terrible outside. It's, it's so hot outside. It's so hot outside. Like, we're both wearing shorts right now. I mean. We never wear shorts. I, I never wear no. shorts. XR never wears shorts. We were, we were fucking talking about it on the way here. I actually texted T. I'm like, hey, are you wearing shorts? You're wearing pants. Because yeah. are you like trying to get a fit off or like are we trying to no, be cozy? I'm in a white t-shirt. This is a white Uniqlo t-shirt. Um, yeah. Hopefully in the future we'll be able to get some some better fits off on the pod. But today we had to make an exception. Yeah, we're, Nevertheless, I mean, we're happy to be here. Happy to be bringing you guys the first episode. And this is kind of just going to be an introductory episode. Right. Um, you know, go through what we're going to be doing, the new video content that we're going to be bringing and whatnot. And uh, yeah, hopefully we're going to start being able to have some of our guests soon. So we're excited to bring that to you guys and the whole mm. visual element to the pod. I mean, I think it's going to make a big difference. It is going to make a big difference. And we have some really good guests lined up here in the city. Um, as T mentioned, summer is almost over, but it's blazing hot outside. And uh, he's been in the city for a couple of days now. And, and I've been here for a couple months. So it's good to be finally set up. But bro, First and foremost, dude, how was it getting into the city? How much of a mess was it to get here? Dude, so I landed and I'm not American, so yeah, yeah, like yeah. at immigration. Oh, yeah, you have to go yeah. through immigration. At immigration, I have to go through like this line and I spent an hour and 20 minutes in the immigration oh line yesterday. God, so I had to stand for an hour and 20 minutes at the line of immigration. That was fucking tough, dude. Um, and then it was an hour car ride from JFK into yeah. Manhattan, oh, which of course. of course was another nightmare. Exactly. But eventually I made it. Um, I'm moving into my, my new place, which, you know, I'm very excited for. I have yeah. to get furniture and whatnot set up, but, you know, I'm excited for, for this new place, new stage, I guess, in my life. Yeah. Um, moving into a new place, I feel like is always exciting, right? Like buying furniture and being able to make like an empty canvas, I guess, into yeah. like your own kind of space. It's a pain in the ass though. Like, oh, it's a big pain in the yeah, ass. Like moving here, moving here, when I got here a couple months ago, it was just like, luckily you shout out my dad. He helped me move in, but man. It's like moving to New York, especially, is not easy. Yeah, and I mean, right now, I mean, you had mentioned it to me at the beginning of the summer. Like everywhere, you see moving trucks, but no joke. Like outside my building, I see a moving truck every day with like someone's entire life that essentially yeah. that they have to move into their new place, which is right. pretty crazy. I mean, I myself, my old place in New York, I rented it and it came pre-furnished. So ah, so you got lucky. Yeah, so I never had to move in. I've never right. done like a proper move and I never had to buy any furniture, which mm. in the end has kind of bit me in the ass because right. now I'm here and I have to like buy a bed, buy a mattress, buy everything. So you walk into my place right now, there's literally nothing in there. I mean, I yeah. was just showing XR yeah. my place. There's like a, there's like a, it's literally like a couch and that's it. Yeah, there's <laughs> <laughs> just a couch on an empty room. Oh, but, uh, no, but I'm very excited, you know, to get a rug, to get like some prints, you know, some posters, right, and, like, right. you know, make that my space. 
But I mean, you, you talked about how you had to move in without an elevator, man. Oh man, yeah, I'm on a I'm on a fourth floor walk up, bro. Oh man, it's tough. I mean, that's so tough. Dude. <laughs> yeah, it was tough, man. It, it it wasn't easy, but we got it figured out. Um, like I said, my family helped me out. They came in clutch to move it. But yeah, the cool thing about like moving in a new space and getting new furniture and shit is that like, it's almost like fashion. It's like design. Yeah, you know absolutely. What I mean? Yeah, I mean, you're designing like a space, your place. Exactly. I mean. I was talking to XR about how a carpet or like a rug changes the whole space. Yes. Right? I mean, yes. so that's, what, that's probably what I'm most excited about. Really? Actually. It's like, I'm, I like carpets, dude. I think that, like I said, they change the whole space. Yeah, so I'm excited to get my new, I'm excited to get everything for my place, to be yeah. honest. Yeah. When I was in Turkey with my dad, um, he bought a Turkish rug from some vendor and like that rug like changed the living room. Yeah. It just like changes the space. Yeah, it really does. Dude, I'm having such a hard time, like with the microphones. I know. And like, so XR, what's crazy is that every podcast episode that we've done that you guys have watched without the video content, XR has always had like the podcast mic and like the stand and whatnot. Yeah. That's why he always sounds so crispy and why I always sound like shit. (laughs) You guys are listening to like the microphone on my AirPods or something, but it's weird for me to have like this actual podcast mic in front of me and like, I can hear my sound. We were talking about this before. Like I can hear XR speak like right in my ear. Yeah. Which is, it's definitely a weird feeling. It feels like I'm listening to a podcast, but it's actually like my own voice. Yeah. It feels like you're on the radio. Um, yeah, yeah, no, I know it's a trip. It it takes some time to get used to, but you know, we got, we got a few more mics also as well for when guests come in. Um, you know, we have the space out. I feel like New York city is a good place for us to be because it's just a hub. It's like a cultural hub for not only like fashion, what we're into, but also like people just move into the city all the time. And there's a lot of interesting people in New York. Yeah. Like we're really excited to be able to bring you guys local guests, not only local guests, but also guests that come from abroad. Because I mean, since New York is such a big city, a lot of people come here like on vacation or for Mm. work or whatnot. So we'll always have the opportunity to interview different guests that aren't even from here. But I mean, there's so many creative people here. There's so many interesting people here. I'm really excited to just get them on the pod and whatnot. I mean, I think that, it's going to be a really cool season and yes. we're really excited to bring you guys this new different kind of content. Yeah. And, and speaking of the local people, I know shout out Ray. He's listening. I know Ray, someone obviously in Queens, Joel, we've had on the pod before, but yeah. it's going to be different when we have Joel in the room. Absolutely. You know? I mean, when, when we record our episodes, we're on a zoom meeting, right? right? And it's just like, you have none of that personal exchange. Like, right. This is my first time sitting in front of XR. Yeah. Like, well, okay. By the way, it was just, okay. T and I met just a couple Today. months ago. Yeah. But this is the first time like we sat in the same fucking room. I walked out of my front door in my apartment and he was right there. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, I've only ever seen you through a screen. Yeah. That's pretty exactly. crazy. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So XR and I, we met a couple months ago. He's been working with us at the selective now for a couple of months doing the podcast, mm. but we never got to meet because of the pandemic and yeah. XR now lives in the city. I'm back moved into the city now for good. And so now we get to kick it, you know, and we get to sit in front of each other and record these episodes. And before I was kind of like a guest, like a recurring guest on the podcast, whereas I would help, you know, facilitate a lot of interviews and whatnot. But now I guess I'm fully a co-host. So you guys, whether you like it or not, (laughs) you're going to be seeing me a little more often. Yeah. It's exciting shit, man. Yeah. It's crazy how like, and we were talking about this before too. There's a lot of people we met through fashion on Instagram that we haven't been able to meet in person and it's it's weird that we're like forming relationships through instagram through instagram yeah that is weird honestly like there's we were talking about this before like ton of the people i know nowadays i guess i've met through instagram or they're like my online friends right right i feel like for my parents who are like an older generation it's like such a weird thing dude i when i told my parents like because my parents know about you and i was like yeah you know i'm gonna finally meet i'm gonna finally meet t like we're gonna we're gonna run it with a podcast 
they were like, but do you know this guy? Yeah. I'm like, like well, what do you mean? I do know him. They're like, no, but do you know him? I'm like, no, I know him. Like, yeah. it's just, you know, it's, it's a, it's a generational thing for sure. Absolutely. Uh, I mean, nowadays you meet some of your best friends online. Yeah. hundred percent. I mean, everybody at the selective, um, what's really cool is that we're now kind of be, being able to create like this hub where yeah. we're here in New York. So, right. you know, de- many different members of the team are actually full time here in New York, which is really exciting. We'll be able to have them on the podcast yeah. and, you know, show you guys a bit more of the day to day runnings of the selective, which is something we would really like to do. Right. And not only that, I mean, we're also excited to be bringing original video content, like not only on the podcast, but like reviews of hard to get pieces or, you know, new drops and whatnot. We'll be able to have those pieces and have a space to record them in. Right. Um, speaking of which, Louis Vuitton Fall Winter 21 Green Varsity Jacket Review coming very soon. Very soon. It's actually sitting in the same room. That's as right. We are right now. Should I bring it out? Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'll be right back. I'm going to show you guys the jacket. Watch the headphones. Watsi's grabbing the jacket, guys. Um, it's a blessing to be here, and I hope you all have been enjoying the podcast. I know we've been saying we're going to do video content for a while, and it's finally here. And the perks of that is that you get to see something like this, dude. I mean. Yeah, I mean, it's always different when we have to pop up a picture when we're on Zoom. But, I mean, you guys see the jacket in the flesh, right? Review coming very soon. This is a great piece. I mean, we're excited to be showing you guys this. I mean, I looked online, and. Nobody has reviewed a piece or even any Virgil varsity jacket, which is pretty exciting. I'm going to go put this back. Yeah, yeah. So one of the pieces that we're going to be reviewing, and of course a lot of other stuff that we have uh, for future drops that we're going to be giving you all, kind of just like go in depth more, not just about like the pieces, but the designers too, kind of their mindset and the philosophy behind some of these pieces, which would just bring like a different element to the content. So um, I know we've been saying that video content was going to be part of it, and it's not just the podcast. We're going to be doing reviews and other shit. Absolutely. So... But um, other than that, we're in New York. Other opportunities for the selective outside of the podcast. I mean, we're in a city where millions of people walk through here every single day. Pop-ups, yep. opportunities to Absolutely. To that That's something we've been discussing as well. We'd like to host a pop-up eventually this year um, before 2021 is over. Hopefully, mm-hmm. we'll be able to, you know, put it in conjunction with like a fashion week or something that brings right. also a foreign crowd into the city. But that's something that we're very excited to host to be able to, you know, have people in a physical space with our items. Yeah. 100%. And also, you know, be able to build on top of the community that's already here, like the whole streetwear fashion community. It's a very big part of life in New York city. I'd say New York city is like the craziest city where I'll be walking on the street and I'll see a guy and I'm like, yo, this guy's like, he knows what's up. Yeah. This guy's like <laughs> dressed fucking well or whatever. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. And also like, if you're a sneakerhead, I like sneakers a lot. I mean, you walk around Manhattan, you see a lot of great sneakers. Whereas Back, back in Switzerland, you don't see anything. Yeah, yeah. And in Texas, you don't really see much of that either, man. So yeah. it's like a melting pot for sure of, of ideas and cultures. But not right now in the summer, though. No. I feel like in the summer, people are just like tank top, you know, yeah. like some like basketball shorts and some slides. Or So so T said 40 degrees. I think in Fahrenheit, it's like 90 Fahrenheit. It's like very hot today. And though it's not that it's hot, you know, it's humid. Yeah. I think that's the biggest problem is anytime. I mean, right now I'm looking at a balcony outside and we had gone out onto the oh, balcony. Yeah. Like, as soon as we stepped outside. It's just like a sauna at all times. <laughs> but you know when you're in a sauna and it's just very humid and you can just feel like the hot air touching yeah. your skin? I feel like that's how it is when you're walking out on the street. In New York right now, it's kind of unbearable, to be honest. No, it is unbearable, yeah. It, it's really hot out today. Um, I was concerned that the viewers are going to have to see our full fits. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> I was but, like, wait a minute, dude. Like, I told you I was going to show up in jeans and guidis. Yeah, no, I'm wearing a white Uniqlo t-shirt and, like, green shorts. Like, yeah. I, I, 
I mean, I'm wearing socks right now. Like, yeah. I, I have shoes on. Yeah, we're just chilling. That so. was a concern of ours, actually, when we started doing the setting up the video content. We were yeah. worried about how we were going to have to get fits off for every podcast every episode. Every podcast episode. But uh, I guess all that matters is what I'm wearing on top, on top. right? Exactly. Like, we'll get some nice hoodies and, you know, <laughs> whatnot. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We don't have to worry about, like, the whole other fit. Yeah. Um, but back to what you were saying about New York City and it being, like, a cultural hub mm. and, like, center up. Another exciting opportunity that we're looking forward to bringing you guys is, you know, the vintage department at the Selective. Mm -hmm. I mean, New York City has so many great vintage stores. And now that I'm in the United States, I'm able to, you know, source and be able to dedicate more time to getting great inventory for you guys on the Selective. So that's yeah. something that we're very excited to bring for you guys. Hopefully we'll be able to have one of our first vintage drops very soon. Yeah, uh, I have curated a bunch of items for the vintage uh, store on the Selective. And then I just got a couple packages in today as well. Uh, with more vintage. So we're definitely the, the thing with vintage is that it's, it's a way for people to feel unique with a, with a better price point of engagement, right? Like not everyone, not yeah. everyone's going to buy that LV jacket. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Like being able to buy a pair of like vintage 501s with um, some unique distress things on it, like unique colors like that, that gives you a sense of, you know, exclusivity in a way without the luxury price tag. Yeah. I mean, Every every single vintage pair of five hundred ones is kind of different, right. I guess, because time has treated them differently. You right. know, they've been exposed to different things, and that's why I guess vintage is kind of cool. Because if you have a really nice, like faded vintage tee, you know that you might see another guy with the same print, but you're not going to see another guy with right. the same t shirt. Right? right? They're going to look different. That's at least a big appeal for myself when I shop for vintage. I just I love fades. You know, I love yeah, like, yeah. nice washes on jeans. Yeah, yeah. No, I did too. Yeah, distressing and whatnot. Exactly, exactly. New York has some great vintage spots. Um, and who knows, man, maybe we'll take the cam camera off the tripod at some point yeah. and, and get into the stores. Do like a uh, shopping guide or something. Oh, I mean, man. a lot of people actually send me messages all the time they on, do vlogs? on Instagram. No, they're like, yo, I'm coming to New York. Could you send me like a list of nice oh, stores really? to hit up? And I'm mm. always just like, dude, I, I don't have a list, right, to be right. honest. Like. It's weird because when you're traveling somewhere, you do all this research and whatnot so that you're mm -hmm. able to hit those spots. But when you live there, yeah. it's like, I don't know. I don't even like Ken, for example, my mm -hmm. friend Ken, which I'm sure a lot of you guys know who lives out in Tokyo. He, when I visited Tokyo and he showed me around, took me to different stores and whatnot, it was kind of like, he didn't even know the name of the stores. He's just like, I kind of just know where this is. Know where you it's know? At, right. Like I'll take you to Harajuku, the back streets. There's a ton of vintage stores there. That's yeah. what it's like. When someone asked me like, yo, what's that name of that? Tokyo vintage store that you guys went to on Ken's vlog. I'm just like, dude, I have no idea. Really? You don't yeah. remember? No, I have no idea. Like, Damn. first of all, all the names are in Japanese. Right. right. So, <laughs> so you're not going to get them anyways. <laughs> yeah, so I'm not supposed to know what they're called. Right. But, but yeah, I mean, so hopefully we'll be able to bring you guys also content out on the street. Not I'm, just, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm nervous about that. Yeah. I've never vlogged. Yeah. I mean, I've never vlogged. Yeah. I'm nervous about this right now. Yeah. To be right. honest. Like, <laughs> I keep thinking like, damn, is the fucking clamp in front of my face right now? <laughs> no, you look good. I keep like adjusting the microphone as well because it's like weird to have to talk into the mic, but it, like also it's an adjustment. It's right an adjustment. Time. My neck is kind of like in a permanent <laughs> like stressed position. It's an adjustment for sure, man. Yeah. But, I mean, but I'm most excited really to have guests on here. Yes. Like dude. in a physical space because I mean, like we were saying before, like Joel, he's been on the podcast before. You guys loved that episode, which was uh, we did through Zoom. But him and I have never met. XR, you actually linked up with him. Yeah, we linked up, and it was a lot of fun. We went to the Soho, popped up, 
The he, LV pop-up? Uh, he, yeah, the LV pop-up. He flexed in front of me. He bought a wallet. Oh, yeah? And I'm like, damn, bro. I see you 20 minutes and you're balling out on his wallet. He bought the... Um, metallic wallet. Metallic wallet. Yeah. Super nice, super yeah, nice. Yeah, speaking but, of metallic, Louis Vuitton, Fall Winter 21, we have the keep ball yes, up sir. right now on the selective. So if you guys are interested, make sure to check that out. That's a really nice keep ball. Um, I actually have one on my personal collection, which I think is like... It's definitely a future grail, future collective. You think piece. so? A hundred percent. The thing, uh, the thing about key balls is that like the quality isn't there. It's not there for a lot of them. For the price, it's really not there. I mean, right. nowadays they don't even use real leather. No, it's they like use canvas. like canvas. Right. Yeah, exactly. But right. what's crazy about the mirror stuff is that it's a whole different material. I don't mm. even know how to explain it. Honestly, it feels kind of like plastic, but it has mm. like that thickness to it. It's like a shine too. Yeah, it definitely has a shine to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I just think the reason I think it's a future collectible piece is because you guys will pop up a picture, but you guys know that picture of Kanye West with like the gold and the silver mm. Louis Vuitton keep alls from way back in the day. Like you mm. can't even find one of those for sale nowadays. I think the last one that I saw for sale was up for like 15 grand. So you think like, this one's going to be like that? I don't think it'll be 15 grand because back then nobody was thinking like, yo, keep alls are going to be collectible. Right, so right. nobody like took care of their keep alls, kept them and like and whatnot. You know, right, it was kind right. of a bag that you used. Right. Like I've seen somebody's mom or like a random woman that was with her family, she had that bag. Really? Yeah, silver one. Damn. I remember seeing her using it at the airport. That was like four years ago, and I was like, damn. Like, I knew what that like was, that was but like, yeah. the average Joe wouldn't know what that is. No, no. Whereas nowadays, everything is collectible. Or right. every Everyone's always like, okay, I bought this because I like it, but I have to think about the fact that one day also I, I would like to be able to resell it. Yeah, alternative you know? asset classes. Yeah, right. at least, you know, make some of my money back. Right. And so they try to keep stuff in good condition, you know, take care of their shit. I mean, I'm, I'm guilty of that too. Yeah, right? yeah. I feel like everything that I buy in the back of my mind, I'm like, yo, am I going to walk out of the store and have zero resale value to yeah. this piece? Yeah. Or like, is my money decently safe? Yeah. You that, know? Dude, that's a, that, that is like a paradigm shift from like our parents and their parents. Like historically clothes have never been about that. It's yeah. never been about trying to get like a, any sort of return, bro. Bro, it's always been a depreciating asset. And what's crazy is that nowadays, like any decent piece from a decent brand, there's such a wide appeal in terms mm. of the whole world that yeah. there's always going to be someone that's going to be interested in buying it from you. And if the demand outweighs the supply, which it usually does in right. terms of any hype piece, then you're going to make money on that piece. Yep. Which is just like... Like I was saying before, that generational gap, it's insane to our parents, I guess. Right. For them to be like, yo, I remember the first time I bought a pair of used shoes on, on Grailed that they came in and my mom was like, yo, like, what's up with these shoes? They're they're used. Dude. And I was like, mom, I had to buy them used. I couldn't find them new. And she was right. like, what do you mean you're wearing somebody else's used dude, shoes? Yes, you know? dude. And it's, if you think about it, it is a weird thing. It is weird, yeah. You're like, I'm kind of putting my feet inside a shoe that somebody, somebody else has worn. Somebody else is sweating. You know, what's crazy to me is buying like a used pair of shoes that has gone through like five different owners. Oh, you man. Know? Like, like if you're buying like a pair of like, I don't know, what's a good example? Like Dior Navigate boots, right? Yeah, Combat th- those boots? have been around for so long. I think those came so out many. in 2004 or 2007. 2007. Yeah, 2007. 2007. So if you think about it, it's been 14 years, right? Yeah. So especially that has always, I guess, been kind of like a collector's piece. So many different people have owned every single pair of Navigates. At least two or three. Yeah, exactly. And like the pair that I bought, I definitely bought it. I was probably like the third owner and I've sold, I sold that pair. And I know that the guy I sold it to has sold that pair. And I know that the guy he sold it to has sold it again. You think so? No, I know so. Because I know everybody who's, who's owned that pair that I used to own. Yeah. And what's crazy is that the guy that owns it now is like the sixth owner. (sighs) Of this boot? That means five people's feet 
have been in there. I've been in there. <laughs> <laughs> like, if you think about that, that's a very weird thing. But Dude, that reminds me of in high school. My mom got so mad at me, bro. I traded like a couple t-shirts and 60 bucks cash for some Jordans off some off some punk in school. Yeah. Dude, I got home and she dude, she was so mad, bro. And and like like and my mom watches the pod or listens to the pod, so 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 she'll remember this, but like she was genuinely upset, bro. And yeah. she's like, What are you doing? Like she's like, Why are you giving cash for somebody else's used used shit, right? Used shit. Yeah. And she was really upset, dude. And yeah. like it like now when I've brought it up to her before, I'm like, I fucking remember that, dude. You flamed me for that. Yeah. And I was like I was like a freshman in high school. And you know, now she looks at it differently. Yeah. But back then it was weird. Yeah. No, I mean I I, I totally understand where that comes from. It's like Buying someone's used item is technically a weird thing to do when yeah. you have to wear it. And I'm Especially sure in shoes. decades past, it had a bad connotation to it Absolutely. or a negative connotation to but it. But nowadays, right? like since vintage is so big, yeah, I guess like that taboo is fading, you know? Yeah. Whereas it's very acceptable. It's kind of like celebrated nowadays like, yeah, yeah, because yeah. you're staying away from fast fashion and right. you're kind of like in renewable fashion if you're buying thrifted or used items. You're recycling shit. Yeah. You're literally recycling. Instead of that item, you know, going into the trash, right. you're giving it a new life. Right? Exactly. 100%. Which I think is a thousand times better than fast fashion, by the way. I, yeah. like, I saw a post actually that you made, I think, the other day on your story mm-hmm. and you're like, dude, every single day I hope fast fashion like yeah, dies. Yeah. You yeah. Know? Well, it, to me, it's just... I understand, uh, like, I can never blame somebody for buying fast fashion because I understand, like, everyone's situation is different. But, like, just the just the sheer amount of mass production. Yeah, and just the amount of waste. The amount goes, of waste. The amount of waste. Like, making, for example, when you go to H&M, all the jeans look terrible, right? Like They feel like shit, too. No, it's just, like, that's just a fact. I'm sorry, but that's yeah. a fact. They don't feel good. And if you knew the amount of water that it takes to make a pair of denim, Right. It's like gallons and gallons, gallons of water. Yeah. So all that water is being wasted to make clothes that like, you know, someone's probably because fast fashion, it, that's what it is. It's fast fashion, you know? Yeah. So like you buy a piece there and it's like six months later, that piece is whack. So you got to buy a new one. Yeah. And so you're just always into that cycle of waste. Whereas if you were shopping vintage, I mean, someone else didn't want that piece. They gave it away and you get to give it a new life. Right. Instead of being the demand for that new wasteful piece. Mm you're kind of like doing the polar opposite of that. You're yeah. reducing the demand for that, for all that waste. Right. Yeah. I mean, you walk into an H and M and I think this has become different. Not I'm in New York too. I've, I've gone into like a couple of like vintage stores and archive stores and a lot of like the shops that carry um, like designer pieces, you'll notice that the, like the racks and stuff aren't filled right. with just like inventory after inventory after inventory. Like when you go to H and M, you pull jeans off the rack it's immediately replaced you know what i mean like there's so much inventory and i always think about the waste man yeah i mean i'm guilty of of uniqlo like i talk about it pretty often but i'm like uniqlo is like considered fast fashion isn't it yeah it's technically fast fashion but i'm i'm a uniqlo fiend man but the thing is that uniqlo doesn't really follow trends yeah it's just that's That's the the big difference it's It's like this t-shirt right here that i have it's a uniqlo tee it costs ten dollars right and at the end of the day it's fast fashion because i mean like xr said if i walk in the store and i take that off the shelf one second later they're replacing it right Right. and you walk into a uniqlo store and let's be honest there's millions of pieces there right so like obviously they're big contributors to all this waste. But at the same time, it's like, I know I'm going to have this t-shirt until either I stain it and destroy it or like it's full of holes or whatever. You know, I'm going to wear this. I'm going to wear this forever. Yeah. It's, it's not a whereas, know, business model. is not trend driven. Absolutely. Whereas H&M and Zara, they're trying to rep, reproduce whatever is trending, but at an affordable price point. Yeah. Yeah. And so when that trend goes away nowadays, it's like trends don't even last a month. No. 
So when that trend goes away, that's going into the back of your closet and it's going to waste, right? And there's no resellability to that piece. And it's like, your only option is to give it away to charity, right? Which is a good thing to do. But at the end of the day, you're still supporting the waste, right? Yeah, yeah. And um, I mean, it reminds me of like, um, what was it? Remember when Prada was doing like those super chunky Chelsea boots? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I saw those in Zara, like rips. Yeah, you know? of course. And like, no, but and, anything and like, like, and like the puddle boots, like the Bottega Veneta yeah, puddle yeah. boots, you see rips of those. And it's anything like, like that. Man. But, but like the puddle boots, I feel like that trend is coming gone. Yeah, it's and gone. Anybody who bought, not, not the Bottega versions, but anybody who bought, um, let's say like a fast fashion retailer's Any version of that, alternative. You're, not, you're not wearing it. Yeah, absolutely. It's going I mean, to waste. Well, first of all, like, like puddle boots, it's tough to wear a puddle boot right now at <laughs> 40 degrees. <laughs> actually, speaking tough. of Joel, he rocked a fit the other day. New York had a hurricane. Right. Yeah, it was actually weird. Hurricane Henry? Hurricane Henry with an I, not a Y. Yeah, Hurricane Henry hit New York up until Monday, I believe. Yeah, yeah. So my flight was actually supposed to come in on Monday. And I was talking to XR, like, slowly I've been developing kind of like a fear of flying. Same. I, which is crazy because I actually fly so often. Same. But, like, when the plane, I don't, I have no problem with being in the plane and, like, the takeoff and whatnot. But if I'm in the air and the plane starts shaking, there's something inside me that's like, yeah. this is not right. Dude. You know? But... I was supposed to fly in on Monday and, and I was seeing all these pictures on Instagram of like crazy floods, like crazy rain yeah, or whatever in New York. Yeah. And I was like, bro, there's no way I'm flying in on Monday. Right. So I changed my flight and flew in yesterday, which was Wednesday. We're recording this today, Thursday. But back to what I was saying, Joel, he rocked a like full Arcteryx fit, like full waterproof yeah, with, the waterproof puddle boots. with the puddle boots. And he was like in the New York hurricane. I thought that <laughs> was like, you see the water in the back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you just see like the water all over his body. Yeah. I just thought that was like a funny picture because it's like, he's actually putting that stuff to use. Gr- Grilled reposted it. Yeah. Grilled reposted it. <laughs> <He really posted laughs> shout out to funny. Joel. Shout out to Grilled. Uh, seriously, man. But oh, yeah, that was funny. The hurricane was wild. I, dude, I've, I've had that same fucking flight anxiety and I texted you about yeah. this, dude. I yeah, was we like, talking about this. I was so like, I don't know what it is, dude, but as I've gotten older, I feel like just like my anxiety has gotten like worse yeah. or like just like my, my, um, I don't know what it is, man. Cause uh, I was telling you before, like my parents, you know, my family, my, my majority of my family's in California. I grew up in Texas. I flew when I was a kid back and forth all the time, all the time. So yeah, yeah. for me, it was just like flying was a part of the routine. As I've gotten older, it's gotten worse, man. There's just something about being 40,000 feet in the air that doesn't sit well. And I think that. I mean, the point you're making about as you get older, I think for me, it's definitely like, as I get older, I guess my life gets better or like I have more in life to enjoy as you get older. So it's like when you're a kid, you're on a plane, you just don't even think about it. You're like, obviously I'm going to get to where I'm going. You You just don't, you never even think about it. But in the back of your mind, you're always Nowadays, I feel like now that I'm hyper-conscious as like an adult and like I have my life and I have the people that I care about and whatnot and I have the things that I want to achieve in my life. It's always in the back of my mind that it's like, I have absolutely no control over if no. this plane goes down or not. No. You know? And if it does go down, you know, knock on wood, God forbid. You still don't have control. You have no control. And that's yeah. that, you know, that's, that's your script. It's finished. Yeah, man. Oh, and I know, man. I hate flying these days, man. Speaking of flying, actually, that guy that's dating Courtney Kardashian. Um, oh, Travis Barker? Travis Barker. That plane crash. He, was he had a plane crash. Yeah. I was reading a whole article about it. He had a plane crash like 14 years I remember, ago. I remember when it happened. And he has never been on a plane since, bro. He just took his first flight since on a PJ with Courtney Kardashian. Really? To, uh, to Mexico. That was his first flight since his accident. Can you believe that? I remember when the accident happened. Somebody died on that flight. Yeah, two he, people died, I believe. He, his he friends. Had, he had to get a bunch of like, because he was burned. Third degree burns. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Dude, no, it's just insane. It's like, insane. God forbid anything yeah. like that ever happened to anyone, honestly. Yeah. yeah, God forbid. Honestly, God forbid. But um, no, regardless, we made it safe to New York. We're here. Yeah. <laughs> excited to tackle like everything that we want to do. But yeah, man, the flying has just been such a pain for me, man. Yeah, I mean, I'm, 
I'm excited that now I'm finally in New York and You're I'm going to get like my semester going and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. it's just like, I know that I'm going to be here. Well, actually I was telling you, I'm going to probably head to Florida like yeah, next yeah, week. Yeah. So that's going to be another flight, but, um, I'm excited to like have a base again. Right. You know, I feel like since the pandemic has broken out, I've been all over the place. Yeah. You know, I've been in Brazil. I've been in Switzerland. I've been in the U S I've been yeah. in Bahamas and I just feel like I haven't had a base. I haven't had a routine. I mm-hmm. haven't, you know, been able to exercise consistently, you know, be able to just have a lifestyle that I'm, in a routine for me, I've routines are so important. I think so know? too. Yeah. And it's something that I've lost too in the past year and a half because, uh, because of the pandemic, I was back in Texas splitting time right. and you can never really get in a routine when you're traveling so much. And like you're, you're, you're go- like, for me, my goal was just to be like, okay, I need to be with the people I love, right. but I'm not home. Yeah. I'm not in like my room. Yeah. And it's just like, like you said, I haven't been, I used to run a lot. haven't really been running. Um, now that I feel like I'm getting my bearings in New York, I'm going to start, you know, I feel like I, I, I'm going to get in a routine. My girlfriend's going to be here in December. Hey, we got to start a run club, select a run club, select a run club, a selective workout club. I want to get whole nine yards. I was talking to my, my roommate actually. So mm. I'm living with a homie here in New York this year and he's, re- he's really into running mm. and I'm terrible at cardio. Oh right? really? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I'm just a nightmare. It's not fun. And I like running though. Okay. Like I hate running on a treadmill, but I love running outdoors. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I want to get into that here in New York. I feel like I live near the Hudson river on the West side and it's just a whole flat area. Just yeah. like the whole way up. And, and there's, there's like, um, and we're looking at the Hudson river right now. Yeah. Beautiful. You guys are wondering. It's beautiful out there. And yeah. and there's like trails and stuff that go all the way up. Really good. Yeah. So I've biked around like all the way from the bottom of Manhattan to like central park South, I guess. And yeah, then yeah. All around the park. And it's super nice. There's like a bike path all along the Hudson river and right. no cars. It's really nice. Yeah. Super easy. Yeah. And, and now that I'm here, there's like so much opportunities to go running and like hanging out with friends and being active. Like, I don't know, it's, it's going to be good to like get in a routine. Absolutely. Kind of get situated. And then of course everything else that we're doing. So, and of course bringing you guys weekly episodes of the podcast. I exactly. Mean, we're going to be able to, where, I mean, there's no excuse, right? Yeah. No excuse. We're going to be yeah, here. We're here now. We got all this fucking equipment. We got the camera. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. We kind of have to, we owe it to ourselves. Yeah. yeah, We owe it to ourselves and we've been fucking hyping it up for months. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) We've been talking about it for months. For real. Um, Uh, This is so weird to me, man. Is it? You're still not used to it? I'm still not used to it. It's weird, man. Cause you got to look here. You got to look here. But if you move away, the sound dissipates and you got to like be right here. Now for me, the weirdest part is that we can kind of see the camera from a very far away distance, like what it's recording. Yeah. But I feel like at this, I have to look at the camera, but at the same time, I have to look at you. Right. And at the same time, I have to be talking. Yeah. To Mike, it's right? a trip. It's definitely, it's interesting. Yeah, it's a trip. But it, I think that as we get more comfortable and more into it, it's going to be a lot more fluid. So just, we apologize. Bear with, yeah, bear with yeah. us, man. Bear with us through the, the teething yeah. process of, of the uh, video content on the podcast. But exactly. like I said at the beginning of the episode, please, guys, feel free to leave any suggestions in the comments. I mean, we're going to make sure we are, we read every comment. So yeah. Yeah, we do. We read all of our comments and we appreciate all the feedback y'all have been giving us, but absolutely. Um, wrapping in on some good time, man. I'm looking at the board right now. I guess a good thing to end off in is now that you're in New York, anything you want to pick up, any things you're looking forward to doing in the next couple of weeks. So I was telling XR, I, I got a car this year that I'm going to be driving in New York, which by the way, he's crazy. Yeah. Bringing a car to New York. We actually just drove from XR lives uptown. Yeah. And I live downtown and XR lives on the east side and I live on the west side. Yes. Which doesn't so, make it easy. So we just had a nice like what, 25, 20 minute car ride yeah, over yeah. here. At least we got to hit like the, uh, it was the nice highway on the outside. Yeah. It was nice. But, uh, we're definitely not close to each other, but driving in New York is crazy. And it's I'm a picking, different animal. And I got a car, which is out in Florida right now. I was telling like, so I got to make a flight to Florida so I can drive it up which is going to be an interesting drive. I think it's like yeah. 17 hours. <laughs> I, 
I, I was you. You told me that you're gonna drive. I don't know how you're gonna do that. I still don't know how you're gonna do it. But honestly, I, I love driving, so I think I'll have a good time. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Something I'm excited for is uh, having the car here in New York, even though it's it's fucking weird. Yeah, um, I think that I'm gonna enjoy it. Uh, one of my dreams has always been to drive like really late at night in Times Square. Really? Yeah, I feel like that's always just been a dream of mine. I just like want to see everything and see all the lights and yeah, like yeah, see yeah. everything. I think that would just be dope. Yeah, it would be. So for sure, I'm gonna do that. Some good music too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I'm excited for that. I'm excited to go pick up my whip. I'm not gonna spoil what it no, is yet. No, no, you no. guys will see soon yeah. enough. Yeah, you'll see. But uh, that's something I've been excited for. I guess an excited pickup. Uh, just furniture, man. I'm really excited to like furnish my place. That's how you know when you're getting older. Oh yeah, absolutely. These are the when, things that excite me. <laughs> yeah. When you know? get furniture, right? Like <laughs> buying like shit from my fridge and like yeah. buying all this like quirky stuff from my place instead yeah, of yeah. like just useless stuff that I don't need. Right. Right. You know? Yeah. We're talking about the couch you're going to get. What are those called? Cloud couch. Cloud couch. Shout man. out to restoration hardware. If anybody works at restoration hardware, send me a message. Honestly. Yeah. 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 I'm trying to buy a cloud couch for my place. Dude, I've never, I've never like. I've seen them in person, but I've, I've I've always wanted a cloud couch, man. But those things are they're all the rage right now. Super, yeah, all the rage. They can get pricey. You know what's what's crazy is that I watch those Architectural Digest videos all yeah, the time, yeah, like yeah, where yeah. celebrities show off their house, and it's been kind of like a recurring theme on Architectural Digest. I think it was Zed, like the mm. the DJ guy. Yeah, yeah. He's the one that said that was like, "Yo, everyone on Architectural Digest has to have a cloud couch, right?" So like, right, this right. is mine. Uh, so yeah, I guess <laughs> you have, have to get a cloud as well. couch. I've never even sat in one. <laughs> All right, but it, yeah. it looks like a pillow. It just looks so comfortable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. For me, like, I was talking to XR, the biggest investment in my whole apartment is going to be that couch. I feel like that's where I'm going to spend, like, a lot of time. A large majority of my time and my bed. I'm going to have, like, a cheap bed frame, but, like, a really nice mattress. Yeah. I think that that's, like, I have, like, a good combo. I have, like, a really shitty bed frame. It's, like, Ikea. Yeah. But I spend a lot on my mattress. Yeah. And it's, like, it's, like, a it's like you get you need a good mattress you need a good mattress that's like bro sleeping is essential exactly you need a good mattress yesterday i flew in and i didn't get any sleep on the whole flight seven and a half hour flight and i got to new york and being back in the city it gave me like this burst of energy i feel Mm, like so i had energy right when i flew into new york and then came around to dinner time and i went to the restaurant with my younger brother and a friend of ours to go have dinner I was falling asleep. Like really, I was sitting down and the food was coming and I was really fighting like to keep really, my eyes open. I was so oh, tired. Man. And I told them, I was like, bro, I think I might have to go home. And they were like, nah, nah, like, you'll be fine. And genuinely. I was just really, really fighting against my eyes closing. Really? I was exhausted. So I got back home and I just passed out. Yeah, this was yeah. probably at like 10 PM. Yeah. And I woke up this morning at like eight and I just feel like a new man. Obviously. Oh yeah. yeah. It was like 10 hours of sleep. Just fucking, <laughs> it just changed. fucking changed me. And yeah, shout out exactly. to blue bottle coffee. If you guys have ever been yeah. to New York or I think they have it in Japan actually as well. Now I think so. Uh, blue bottle coffee is like this like specialty coffee shop, I guess it's a specialty shop. Bro, yeah. Go there and get a iced latte with oat milk. If yes. you guys fuck with oat milk, yes, that should have changed your life. Honestly, that's a, that's a secret tip right there. Yeah, dude, especially in the summer. I actually been, um, yeah, you can't drink hot coffee in the summer. No, no, no. I've actually been drinking like my go-to coffee drink has been iced oat latte. Oat yeah. milk is so good. Oat milk is so good. Dude. It's, so it's good, so man. underrated. I only started drinking Bro, it like a couple months ago. Okay. Just, <laughs> so underrated. I, I don't know if the people need to know this, but like milk, like just fucks me up. I think it's like bad for you. I think it's, it's not, like, oh I think God. that it's actually like, I was reading something. I think that they said that just general lactose, like cheese, milk, it's all these good, things man. you're just not supposed to be consuming. After like a certain point, like after you hit like a year, you like shouldn't be having yeah. dairy. No, I mean, I'm, I would like to transition to like everything be oat milk. 
Yes, yes. I fucking love oat milk. Yeah, I have oat milk. Shout out to Oatly. (laughs) Exactly. Shout out to Oatly. They're like the big ones doing it out there. Um, But yeah, whenever y'all are in New York, hit me up. We can go get a nice oat latte in the summer. And then uh, uh, an oat latte in the winter. Warm one, but... Absolutely. Team man, we are... Yeah, we're looking at a pretty good time. Anything, any shout outs, any plugs you want to give before we wrap up? Shout out to you guys watching. Mm -hmm. Um, This episode was a little slower than usual. It was just more like an introduction into, you know, the video content. It's also important for XR and I to get acquainted with with the whole setup and whatnot. Yeah. So, that you know, we just came here, chopped it up, wanted to get a video out for you guys. But I guess this is an introduction to our season two of the podcast, which will be all video content, which we're very excited to be bringing you guys. So, uh, shout out to you guys who are watching. Um, We appreciate always the continued support and we're going to you know work hard to keep bringing you guys good content. And stay tuned actually for our first guest episode, which we're going to be recording tomorrow with a oh, really, man. with a very special guest. Of Not going to spoil it. Not going to spoil it. He's coming in from out of town. Very special guest. So we're very excited to be bringing you guys that episode and we hope you guys enjoy that one. Yeah. He's, um, this individual y'all will see um, when the episode releases, but, um, someone who, who has been around the Instagram space for a while and the and YouTube doing, space and the YouTube space. Yeah. That's all we'll say. He's in the YouTube space and the Instagram space. Yeah. Um, and he's but, a great guy. And he's a great guy. So we're looking forward to that. But yeah, um, as we as we mentioned, guys, like just bear with us as we get our bearings down. Yeah. Um, recording the podcast. We appreciate any comments, any feedback. Yeah. You know, even if you guys hated it, let us know. Let us know. Let us know 100%. And I mean, we just recorded this whole thing in one take. You guys are going to see there's not going to be a single cut. No. So I'm pretty proud of that, to be honest. Yeah, I'm proud of that too. But guys, as always, thank you all so much for tuning into the Selective Podcast season two. Yeah, season two, season man. Two. Season two video content on the way. And also for our Spotify and Apple podcast listeners, the podcast will still be available for audio. So, Absolutely. you know, we're not we're not going to be skimping there at all. Like if you are on the go and you still want to listen to the pod, you can still open Spotify. You can still open YouTube. You can still open the Apple podcast app and you will still have podcasts available there. So. Appreciate you guys tuning in, and uh, I guess we'll see you guys in the next episode. Yeah, we'll see you next week. Peace. Peace.